wearing all black. Aloha. Here with JC and Jeff. We ain't no time for school today. Getting bombs. Hey, watch this punch cut my way. Replace your Marshall with Cartmill. They're better looking. They're serving drinks. Got to hit bombs off the tee. Phil talking about a guy taking a shit in the cut. Mahalo. That's what we did fireside with Phil. Fire the stick. Hit bomb and attack the pin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Aloha Press uh, podcast. There's no YouTube show this week. We are uh, better, better late than never. It's uh, what is it today? We're we're recording on uh, September eighth. Uh, joined today by my co-host Jeff. It's uh, unfortunately he's got his birthday suit on, and we we could not pull the video footage. We had some technical difficulties, but other than that, Jeff, how how we doing this week? Are you doing all right? Oh man, it's been a disaster. Uh, you know, I'm sure this video that we are taking that's not going to make it to production. You know, it'll probably come out at some point in our career uh, back when it's allowed. But man, I, I tell you what, I had a hell of a day at work. Um, I'm happy to talk a little bit of golf, get home for a little bit and relax, and hopefully have a, a cocktail or two here in about an hour. That's the whole goal. Like I, I'm with you. This last week has been uh, rather rough. It's uh. I, I mean, I, I don't know if anyone saw some of the Instagram posts that we did. Uh, I almost farted. I, I almost fart. I almost fought a, <laughs> I almost fought a cart guy. Um, I had to fucking, I had to take my kid to an emergency room. He's fine. Uh, I almost got into a fight at East Lake. It just, it was a whirlwind of events. I, I almost got hit with lightning, uh, yesterday on the, uh, on the 14th hole legitimately like, like shook me off my fucking putt. Like it was just one of the scariest moments I've ever had on a golf course. Um, so I'm I'm ready to do the pod. It's it's uh, the conclusion of the PJ Tour season. Thank God it's been uh, I don't know how long it's been. It, it's it's felt like it's been 18 months. Uh, I I feel like I have uh, I I don't know. I I feel like I've I don't know. It's it's been a roller coaster ride. Let's just just say the least. It has. And I'm gonna say something before we get into anything. And it's probably the last time I'll ever say it. I had more fun this weekend watching the one day of the Solheim Cup that I got to watch than I did in all the action I caught of the fucking tour championship. And I'm gonna say it right now. You're you're fucking right. It I I turned on the fucking golf channel and sure enough, Solheim Cup's on. And I just the fucking stands are packed. There's fucking people line the fucking the the course. You got Bubba Watson doing Bubba Watson things. You got you got the, you know, uh, several hot or not contestants. You got the Corda sisters out there. You got, you got Mel Reed out there. I'm just going, oh, we just, hey, we, just we got, we got Sofa Popov out there. It just was incredible. Speaking of Mel Reed, you know, I, I understand that they tailor the uniforms different for every woman. You know, their shapes oh, yes, are all they different. do. Um, Mel Reed, I, I, at first glance, I thought she was just wearing some like booty short spandex. That's it, all I, 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 it did not look like a golf outfit at all. It no 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 it I I knew exactly where they got those shorts. It's from every high school volleyball team that I've ever uh seen. It's those things were so skin tight. I swear to God, I saw a couple of cheeks peeking out there while she's fucking reading putts. It just I love it. it's great for the game. It's just national television. Let's just have the cheeks out for the uh for the European tour. I mean, fucking incredible. Hey, zero fucks given. They there was no holding back this weekend in the India women's game no f- flat bills and, and butt cheeks it just it was i was i was game for it <laughs> and you're drinking a brooksy right now I oh think. yeah drinking a brooksy it uh what so i gotta ask you what what did you think so solheim cup if you guys aren't aware we did not cover it initially we were we were not making predictions we were not up to speed on it it t- 
to me was an incredible event. I wish I watched more of it. Um, unfortunately, uh, the United States team un- unfortunately lost seventeen to fifteen or something. They they really didn't have a single fucking chance. Uh, they just played like dog shit. Daniel Kang fucking did. She didn't play well. The Cordas didn't play well. I I can't name off any other female golfers. But it's uh, Jeff. What did you think about the ruling on day one with uh with uh was it Nelly or Jessica? I can't remember. With she hit her putt, fell down on the ground because she missed it, and then the fucking then European tour girl pretty much like picked up the ball and tossed at her and said that was good. What what did you think about that ruling? They they claimed that um they didn't allow 10 seconds for that golf ball to possibly trickle in the hole when the uh, European tour picked it up and fucking tossed it away. So wait, who who was complaining? The Americans? No, no, no. No one was complaining. It. A fucking rules official came out and fucking deemed the US a victory. In, in in violation of this rule that the European tour committed because they didn't allow uh, Nelly uh, 10 seconds uh, to walk over, look at her ball, and, and give it an opportunity to fall in the hole when the European tour fucking just walked over, picked up the golf ball because it wasn't clearly wasn't going in the hole. I just wanted your opinion on that if you'd saw if you'd well, seen that. I, I I didn't, but you've described it well, and that's complete horseshit. Um, you know, those those players, they know if a ball's on the edge, if it's got a chance of going in, and they know if it's not. I mean, we've all seen it. There's balls that even hang over the edge that you know aren't going to move into the hole. And gimmies, come on. They pick them up. They scoop them up. They don't need to wait 10 seconds. That's no big deal. If it gave the Americans a point, they needed it because they played terrible the first two days to where they dug themselves such a big hole that by the time it got to singles – uh, you know, they were just down too much. They, they made a little comeback there and, and got it close towards the end, but they just didn't get it done. It, they had no chance. And I, I was thinking about, I was playing around golf on like Saturday or Sunday, and I was thinking about this rule violation. And I must have kicked like three or four putts that were within a couple inches of the hole to Buddy. Then I'm like, oh, so I'm just going to lose matches now. Like, I'm just sorry. Uh, I didn't wait your 10 seconds as as you're flopping around on the fucking ground uh, because you're, you're, you know, you, you knew you missed it. It just, I thought it was pretty ridiculous. And some of these rules officials, good God, I, I was out at Eastlake. This is, this is crazy. Okay. These are just crazy. Another rule violation earlier in the week, Bryson DeChambeau pumps it far left and uh, a fan picks up his ball. Apparently. What what did you think about that? Uh, that incident that happened out at, uh, at, out of Atlanta. Well, here's my thought, right? All they do is they cut to Bryson searching for it two fairways away or wherever he was at on the 10th hole playing 18. Um, and they're talking about, you know, probably went to the pond, you know, they can't find it. And then when they finally realize or what they say happened, happened, you know, Bones does the, the, the reporting like he's on Dateline NBC, you know, to catch a predator. And then they don't show it. <laughs> Sure, there's got to be camera footage of it somewhere. Maybe it's out on the internet now, but they would they didn't show it during the telecast. I didn't see it. I I never saw it. I, all I know is that Bryson was trying it was taking a an alternate line on hole 18. Hole 18 at East Lake is a fucking ski slope. It his tee shot would have clearly gone into the into the pond. So he decided to take an alternate route, hits it th- two holes left of the 18th fairway, and some guy, you know, just Fucking walks over and fucking picks up. Oh, this is, this is a nice fucking Bridgestone golf ball. Fucking puts his pocket and walks away. Well, Bryson fucking tries to find it from 
five, seven minutes, and uh, they, they cut to it. And yeah, Bones, good God. Bones, that guy has, he has taken the red pill when it comes to the fucking NBC broadcast. He is getting horrible at every fucking golf tournament he's a part of. Well, and here, here's the thing. Bones, yes, he, he's going down that same rabbit hole. Uh, and that's probably just a product of being around those people every week. But I don't fault the guy that picked up that golf ball one bit. There is no longer play on number 10, probably, at that point in the tournament. No. The, the leaders are much further along. Bryson's coming down to the stretch. You don't expect to find a ball two holes over. If anything, he's thinking he found a souvenir for his kid, right? I would have I picked that some bitch up, too, and walked away as well. He's probably standing around the 18th green when Bryson hits, like, nine iron, 200 yards from the 10th freaking rough. I don't know. It just... It just was fucking, it was just kind of crazy. Just a weird start of the week. And then, then you get into the FedEx cup, Jeff, I'm not going to lie. We, we talked some positive thoughts on, on the format of the FedEx cup, the finals. I'm not going to lie. This is the worst fucking tournament I have ever watched in the entire but like, I would have rather watched Zozo. I would have rather watched the fucking Puerto Rican Open. I'd have rather, I'd rather watch the Honduras fucking Sweat Olympics than than this. It just was absolutely the most boring golf tournament I've ever fucking seen. It, the format's got to change, in my opinion. Well, I, t- I take back what I said last week on the podcast, where I liked this handicapped start. Um, I take it back. Um, because the whole time you're watching, in your mind, you're like, but he's not really in the lead, but he's not really winning because this guy's been playing better the first three days. Um, so that crept in my mind enough to where I was like, I, I take back what I said. And what I think they should do here, here's kind of my new thought is if you win that tournament and you don't get enough FedEx cup points to win the FedEx cup, whatever the FedEx cup shouldn't be crowned right there. Crown it at the same time you do player of the year, an award ceremony, something like that. It's a money grab anyway. It's player of the year type stuff. So make it a, more of a, a player ceremony down the road. Let whoever wins that tournament win that tournament. If he happens to win the, the FedEx Cup at the same time, good for the you know FedEx. That's that's probably what they want to have happen. But we can't handicap it anymore because it's just it's just not fair. And then second part of your little question there is the reason it was so boring is because we've had to watch Patrick Cantlay on TV for way too long the last couple tournaments. Played it. I mean, he, he's been playing like a motherfucker, playing out of his ass. But he is just plain boring to watch. He doesn't hit fancy shots. He doesn't get himself in trouble. He doesn't do anything exciting. He's just boring. He got it done. He made millions of dollars, over $20 million this year. But, man, he's just boring to watch. Oh, yeah. It, it, was, it was a fucking snooze fest. It, and, and the thing about the format, I, I've, got to, I've got to come out. I've got to come out and congratulate on the T1, the T first place, John Rahm and Kevin Na both go out and shoot 266 for the fucking week, and they don't have a fucking playoff. I'm standing there on the fucking Sunday 18th green, no excitement at all. Just a fucking, just a cr- hundreds of thousands of people just hammer drunk, fucking no excitement at all, and yet Kevin Na just lagging putts up to get a T1. You get John Rahm chipping it up to get a fucking T1 completely smokes the fourth place finisher Patrick Cantley and there's another thing that fucking pisses me off about this entire year with Patrick Cantley he is awarded a tour championship where he gets 15 million fucking dollars he gets a victory at memorial where 
Let's let's play back the fucking tape. John Rum was the fucking leader at Memorial on Saturday by six shots. Okay, again, John Rom misses out on two fucking victories uh, this year, and it just I got it. I got to give the fucking reps to John Rom and Kevin off for the nice T one finish over Patrick Haley. Patrick Haley finished fourth. I don't know who finished third, but he finished fourth. I know that. Well, you, you know what I do know, though? The, the one positive from the week for a guy like me who, uh, you know, realized that we're going to be going up to Tahoe here shortly. Uh, you know, a couple bottles of booze in my hotel room, my nice room over at Harvey's might be nice, you know, to make a couple of roadies to walk around with. Um, you know, my boy Cantlay got it done, obviously. Uh, you gave me four strokes. I needed all of them to, to get it done. <laughs> he um, needed all of them. You know, but then, you know, we went to the little hey, head-to-head, who's going to shoot a better score and not win? And your boy fucking Finau just crumbled. He just crumbled. I mean, you you let Scotty Scheffler beat you? Come on. It was it was absolutely horrible. Jeff and I make a, a bet to who see who's actually going to win the fucking tournament. Scotty Scheffler goes out there and shoots 278. I'm, I'm pretty sure he shot one under for the entire fucking four days. And you got Tony Fino goes out and shoots 280. He would have been beat by just every. He'd have been beat by Harris English, Sam Burns, Louis Ustazen, Cameron Smith, Sergio Garcia, Roy McIlroy, Jason Kokrak, Daniel Berger, Billy Horschel, Abraham. It just was fucking ridiculous. I'm standing there, and and for the listeners and you guys who don't follow us on Instagram, I went to fucking Eastlake. I I paid the hundred dollars to get in the fucking door. I. I stomped around the fucking Bermuda in the fucking 100 degree, 100% humidity, sweated my ass out. I, John, John Rahm and I need to need a new fucking stylist because he, he and I were wearing the same fucking style shirt because it was soaked. I was I was I wore a gray shirt. It looked more like a black shirt at the end of the day as he was wearing a very like orange shirt and turned fucking maroon. It just I'm stomping around that fucking place and I'm and I'm looking for Tony Fino. To hunt his ass down. Because he played absolutely fucking horrible. He's trying to get a fucking Ryder Cop spot. And he's playing like dog shit. And you got Scotty Scheffler. Which he finished the day way before I even fucking ever got there. And just goes out and stomps him. And and now, yeah. Coming in a month from now. Uh, October 8th. I'm going to be delivering a two fancy bottles of booze to, uh, to Jeff. As I lose the fucking final week of the year. Especially after battling back. I mean... You know, we've talked about it a bunch. You you were down like you were down in the dumps where I mean you're looking at hundreds and hundreds of dollars of booze that you were gonna owe me. We we're talking about filling my fucking liquor cabinet. Now, you know, you're escaping with two. You got it back down to zero, you broke even, you fought back. Uh you're I, I feel like you're you're getting a break here. You're escaping. Two bottles, that's no big deal. Dude, it is it is absolutely a fucking it is a great deal for me. I was at one point down, I was down. I believe I was down nine bottles and we had done a, a three bottle bet and it looked like it was going to triple digits for, for a while there. You you ran away and picked three old guys who legitimately were uh, above, I'm pretty sure, 48 years old. And uh, and I, unfortunately, I, I got I somehow fought back. But it just, a, a couple things, a couple things about our bet. We we got to change it up next year. I I've got an idea for next year. We 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 are only we get a one week off little break until the new PGA Tour season starts. I don't know when you want to start this, but I've got a few ideas out there, and maybe the listeners could could chime in, leave a comment, fucking I don't send us an email, post it on Twitter or Instagram. Jeff, I I got this idea. 
We picked ultimately front runners the entire year. It I went off on a limb once and picked like Ricky Fowler one week, and that was pretty much the crazy extent. I have this idea, maybe a one and done, where we get to pick one guy for one tournament. And if you once you pick him, you can't pick him ever again. I like that. That that's gonna actually put some strategy into it. This year, there, there was no strategy because we were basing it off of last year when we tried to pick these underdogs every week, the long shot, and we fucking had guys that never made the cut. So oh, yeah, I like that. Was... That puts a little bit of strategy. You know, you got to pick and choose your spots, pick and choose how they're playing um, heading into that week. I, I'm all for that. That's good. That's actually, it's going to make me have to do a little bit more work. I can't just look at my phone five minutes before we go live. It's uh, it's yes. We're, we're gonna have to do some tracking. We're gonna have to. I, we're gonna have to print out like a fucking PJ Tour list and start checking off fucking PJ Tour players, which is which is gonna be good. I think it's a good format. I think it's it. Fuck, it might be really interesting. I mean, you might pick the first, you know, I don't know, top fifty guys in the world, and and you know, just you know, go up a go up a little bit. But I, I don't know if, if for anyone that's listening, if you think that's a good idea, if maybe maybe you want to maybe you want to join us. I don't know. Maybe you want to. Maybe you want to put your own money up there and uh, and see if uh, you know you'd be into you know tossing around some bottles of booze. Um, rounding out East Lake, Jeff, I I gotta I, I have a few complaints. Okay, the the golf course. Don't get me wrong, is is very beautiful. Um, the only thing that shocked me the most about the 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 things that we talked about, and I, I gotta get them credit, but. You know the PJ Tour came out and made a huge fucking deal about this whole screaming Brooksy thing, and how they were going to start kicking people out, a bunch of fucking drunk people, and but you know we're gonna we're gonna increase security. That did not happen. Okay, there was about there was what thirty golfers, fifteen fucking groups. There was hundreds of cops, and you know how many cops threw out guys yelling out Brooksy? Absolutely zero. It these guys had no fucking care in the world kicking people out screaming Brutzy. It was absolutely crazy. Don't get me wrong, there was a few Karen's out there screaming at people to shut the fuck up while 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 Bryson was getting ready to hit, but it was a little disappointing. I thought I was gonna see, you know, a few uh, you know, privileged kids getting tossed out of East Lake. Oh, we kind of call that. There ain't no cop that wants to touch that. It's just not going to happen. But what's going to happen is this will boil over. It'll brew, you know, until next year's season when they start playing again together. And it's only going to increase. But there's one thing, and you're talking about the course. Um, and for some reason, I don't know how I kind of forgot about this from last year or the year before, but this is the only golf course that I watch on TV that there's a golf shot that I see that these guys have to hit that I absolutely – I get nervous. I get nervous at home thinking about if I had to try to pull that off in that situation – and it, I mean, it's hard to, to find golf courses like that where you're scared of a shot, but that tee shot on 15, it is no joke. I don't know if it's the, the camera angle, how they got it set up behind the guys, but I mean, to think I'd have, I'd probably have to hit a three or a four iron and to hit that little oh, that yeah. small landing area, that's no joke. It they, they said like that, that green is smaller than TPC Sawgrass. It is harder to fucking hit. And you, and TPC Sawgrass is like a fucking pitching wedge. It's like 120, one, and it maybe plays like 135, 140. This thing plays 220 at times. And good God, it is a fuck. You have to hit over a fucking ocean, Jeff. I don't. I I might hit driver, uh, just to just to 
just to get it over parts of the water that I didn't have to fucking hit. Then you're because if you hit it in the water, then you go to the drop zone. Then your drop zone shots like an 87 yard fucking lob wedge. Okay, over more fucking water around bunkers and false fronts and false sides. It just it was fucking nuts out there. Um, I will say so I'm standing there. I'm on the range. I'm watching Bryson and all I hear is fucking cheers. And I and don't get me wrong. I've had a few Michelob Ultras. Okay, I'm getting a little spicy. Okay, I'm feeling good about myself. I just I feel like I just walked like three miles in the hood to get to the the actual tournament because I didn't want to pay for parking. And I I look over and I hear just roars, roar, like tiger-like roars. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like it, this dude in yellow is running on 15. And I'm like. And there's a guy carrying a fucking golf bag. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is fucking weird. Like, who is screaming? Like, the the guy, the leaders aren't even fucking off yet. Like, and then I see Joaquin Neiman sprinting. Just sprinting from 15 to 16. Like, what the fuck is going on? And I, I don't think anything of it. And, and then, like, three more holes. They're fucking cheering this asshole on. And I'm like, fuck, he's got to be going low. I'm just... And then come to find out, he's trying to beat the all-time course record in time not score time dude is sprinting out there to try to beat the time because brooks kepka got hurt and and he was you know playing as a single jeff i gotta ask you is this the dumbest fucking thing i've ever that you've ever heard a guy sprinting around the golf course to try and beat the the two hour mark for uh 18 18 holes of golf so i've, I've got some thoughts on that and and the only reason here's the thing if he's trying to pull this off at the John Deere, I'm, I'm all for it. Go get the record. Get your name in the record book. Guinness, you know, world record, whatever you want to do. No big deal, right? The amount of money you might lose for playing bad in that tournament might be like $3,000 difference. Yeah. But this tournament had big money on the line. You go out on Sunday and you shoot a life-changing round, you go shoot a 65, a 63, and you move up. 10 spots on that board you're talking about a lot of money he shot two over par because he's playing too fast and running the whole time so i hear that's my thought is this like i'm okay with the guy doing that in a regular tournament but at the tour championship when there's a lot of money on the line you think you'd want to take your time especially if you're playing solo you're going to play fast anyway get out there and take your time over putts don't run around the course all day and try to move up the leaderboard and make some more money for yourself and your family well, it. I, I'm going to agree and disagree with you all at the same time. I paid $100 to see all 29 of these mother... Okay? I expect okay, you to play your six-hour round of golf because I want to be able to see every fucking guy who made this tour championship. There's only 29 of them. Okay? Brooks Koepka already fucking chicken-winged out okay, and hopped on a plane and was out of there okay, because he collected his fucking check. Joaquin Neiman, if you're sprinting around the golf course, what... A, as a fan of you and your and, and you and your I think he's Colombian, it I gotta sprint with you? How about your caddy? How about the three idiots that gotta carry that stupid board, the rules official, you got the fucking spotter? What are we doing in this world? Like if I'm a fan, so me and my two-year-old kid have to freaking sprint between holes to catch up with your dumbass? I I don't I didn't pay, okay, a hundred dollars. I didn't walk two miles to the fucking venue to see you sprinting, okay? I wanted to I want to walk with you along the golf course. You're in dead last place, playing by yourself. I would hope that the last thing you want to do 
is avoid the entire crowd. It just drove me fucking crazy and, and it kind of hurt my feelings. Well, here's the other, here's the other thing about his playing partner that he was supposed to be with that day. Um, I was dead set when I heard that he withdrew for hitting a root and hurt his wrist or his forearm, whatever. I still, in my heart, believed he was going to go out and play left-handed against Dave Portnoy. The fact he canceled the, that blew my mind. Um, I, I, I thought for sure I was sold. It to, to be honest, did he cancel with Dave Portnoy? Oh yeah, he oh. fucking canceled it. That's disappointing. It the the man thing that Brooks Kepka could have done, and don't get me wrong, we give Bryson a lot of shit. We get a lot of players a lot of shit. We've been a big fan of Brooks. I'm gonna say this about Brooks. Okay, this is as simple as this is the simplest solution. Okay, you're you're in the middle of the third round. Okay, you tape that shit up. Okay, you get through the third round. Okay, you go to play it against sports, or you go to Dick's Sporting Goods, or you go to fucking JC's Swap and Shop. You grab a left-handed set of golf clubs and you finish that goddamn round. Okay, you're playing the fourth round. Okay, at the Tour Championship, left-handed. Let's see it, Brooksy. If you're that fucking great of an athlete, put your money where your mouth is and get it done. Well, hey, you're making the same amount of money whether you withdraw or, or you play shitty. So, yeah. just you know, go ahead. But my thought is this: I've seen some shots that this Dave Portnoy's hit. That guy, he is terrible. I mean, he's he horrible. Like almost missed the golf ball terrible with a driver. Brooks it's, doesn't need to be at 100% to beat him no. left-handed. He, so, he could beat him one-handed. Yeah, I, it's just, it's embarrassing. It's It was pretty ridiculous. It uh, So, I mean, wrapping up the tour championship, to be quite honest with you, I mean, we, we've given it like 22 minutes of, of, of its life, and I don't even know if it deserves that. I mean, these guys, this is how serious they took the tour championship. Patrick Canley, after winning $15 million, gets the stand uh on the green with this weird trophy and uh, as i'm standing there taking his picture he says it was a great warm-up for the Ryder cup can you imagine if one of our sponsored players just goes it just absolutely disses the tour championship he's like yeah you know it's a good warm-up for the Ryder cup you don't get paid at the Ryder cup you just got paid 15 million dollars like that's what's so stupid about how much money these guys got paid it was just crazy yeah it, it, it is and the fact you know in his head too, he knows. Hey, I didn't really win this tournament. I, I was handicapped. You know, I was given strokes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> just, I feel like if you gave me ten strokes, I might have. I might have. I don't know. I might have beat Joaquin Neiman. That's for sure. It it uh, hey, was a foot got, race. You would have finished higher than Brooks. That's how I got paid. It's uh, <laughs> fuck. It it just was a crazy, crazy week. Uh, with the Tour Championship, Solheim Cup. Uh, you know. To cap off the end of the year, the one disappointing thing I will say about golf is we don't have any opportunity to miss it. Like we get we get one weekend off and then we're back at it. Like this is this is horrible. Like can we take like three or four months off? Can we start in January? Because good God, it is right. It, it's it's again in a couple weeks. Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to see more of an off season, and the reason is I'd like to see the guys that you know. Give them a, a month or two, and let's see how they progress. Let's see if they go out and practice and they get better. Let's see if they go get lazy and they get fat and out of shape, right? Don't give them the don't give them the the one or two weeks off, and then you roll right into it. You know we're never going to see guys struggle or have a slump. But it it is it is what it is. I will say firsthand knowledge. I got to be up and close and personal to Bryson DeChambeau. That dude has lost probably 
thirty pounds. He is he is rather skinny right now, and the only reason why I know that is because he listened to our podcast. I guarantee you, he listened to our dumbasses and took our advice. He stood there and signed autographs for fucking like an hour and a half. His brother was pissed, absolutely pissed. His brother just stood out in the sun for fucking hours carrying his bag or whatever. I don't know what he was doing, maybe carrying a fucking clipboard with all his notes and yardages and bullshit. But it, his brother was just yelling at people. No more autographs. It was the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. It guys that were yelling Brooksy at at Bryson were getting autographs from this fucking guy. He was signing anyone he could fucking possibly sign. It was one of the greatest things in the world. I will say there's a couple tour players that disappointed me in pure size. Kevin Na, he's a tiny individual. Xander Shoffley, Jeff, you you could be a professional golfer. I've decided you, you and Xander Shaw are fucking the same build. I swear to God, you're two inches taller than I am. And you guys hit fucking crazy good shots from weird ass fucking places. I said, I saw Xander Shoffley hit a shot that literally, I thought he was going to hit me. I thought he was going to hit me with the golf ball. He's like, Oh no, you're good. You're good right there. And I'm like, dude, you're going to zip this golf ball fucking two feet away from my head. Oh yeah. It'll be fine. Like Jesus fuck. It was, it was pretty remarkable. Well, hey, that's why they're professionals. But I, I hope that Brooks, or not Brooks, Bryson was signing Brooks a few times. I, I would sign Brooksy, you know? Fuck it. You I'd might as well. Play with it. Yeah. It was uh, it was a cool experience. Um, will I go back to the tour championship? Probably. It was, uh, it was fun because it was fucking like 40 minutes from my house. And, and we got to go walk around a cool golf course. I will say, that was another thing. I, and I'm sorry, guys. People who are listening. I'm kind of jumping around here. I'm currently drinking a Michelob Ultra. Um, about 45 minutes to an hour before the golf tournament ended, I had to drink. I had to switch over to wine because they ran out of beer. They ran out of fucking beer at a sporting event. Who the fuck does that? Were they were people drinking that much? It was hot, oh though, you said, right? Oh, dude, it was incredibly yeah. hot. And these Michelob Ultras, yeah. you know what kind of beer they serve? Brooksy-style beers. That's it, all they served was Michelob Ultras. There was no other option. It was either... It was either hard booze, some weird-looking wine, and Mokolo Vultures, and I I consumed a lot of them. Well, They're I'm glad though. you didn't drink. I'm glad you didn't drink hard booze because I don't know if you'd be on the show here tonight. Even though we're doing it a couple days late, sometimes you know the decision making uh, when you start hitting those guys with the the name starts with J, uh, bad things can happen. It Jeff, we would have got the we would have got the podcast done. I guarantee. You know why? Because it'd have been like an X-rated, you know, rap album. Okay, we, I'd be I'd be dialing in from the fucking one eight hundred Atlanta uh, correctional institution. Okay, you you'd hear this weird outline. It Sergeant Bellotti and, and inmate Cardinelli would be fucking uh, hosting a podcast from cell block C. It uh, we would have got it done. Don't 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 ever don't ever hesitate that. Um, Jeff, I mean, tour championship's over with. The next thing that we got to be focused on uh, is not a golf tournament next week, but the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup uh, is is upon us. It's two weeks away, and Steve Stricker, the captain, uh, has nominated his two co-captains and also nominated the other six finalists uh, for this year's Ryder Cup. The European Tour has not uh, selected their eight selection, their, their captain's picks, um, until uh, at the end of this week because of the some other European tour event that's happening uh, over in, I'm guessing, Europe uh, at some BMW tournament. But uh, this morning, um, Steve Stricker announced that Jordan Spieth, Scotty Scheffler, Xander Schauffele, 
Uh, Tony Fino, Daniel Berger, and Harris English is going to be your six captain's picks. Jeff, this came kind of as a shocker because there was a few players that played pretty well coming down the stretch these these last like few months, and they didn't get the nod. Specifically, Kevin Na, Kevin Kisner, and your boy, uh, Captain Dipshit. I mean, Captain America, Patrick Reed. Hey, here, here's my thoughts when I saw who he picked today. Um, as much as I don't like Patrick Reed, he is built for this format. Um, he's done great things in this type of format for the for the United States. Uh, I take him over Scotty Scheffler any day. So there's number one that I didn't like. And then number two, Harris English. All we saw him do was play well until Sunday recently. Uh, you know, Ryder Cup's full of nervous moments. Give me a guy like Kisner. Kisner's a freaking match play guy. He really is, you know, and the way he talked back to that fan last week, I became a fan of him forever. So those yeah. are the two changes I, I would have made. You know, I didn't really care about the rest of the guys. Okay. Um, but those two kind of would have been the swaps I would have made. It. I looked at his picks and to be fair, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked at all because you look at the other, you look at the, the rest of the lineup. You got Colin Morikawa, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, and Patrick Cantley. Bryson DeChambeau hates Patrick Cantley. Patrick Cantley hates Bryson DeChambeau. Brooks Kepka hates Bryson. Bryson hates Brooks. Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka doesn't get along. Colin Morikow is fucking hurt. Brooks Kepka's fucking hurt. Justin Thomas can't wear Ralph Lauren, the guy who's sponsoring the Ryder Cup's fucking apparel, because he made some poor statements. And then you've got your captain's picks. I get Tony Finau played really well uh, two weeks ago. I understand that. And he's pretty consistent. I don't hate that pick, but the pick I do hate is freaking Daniel Berger. Oh my God. It can we have them? Can we have any more bland fucking player? Like to be quite honest, I mean, I look at this, I look at this team and realize you have a bunch of bland hey, fucking players. I, I, dude, there's a, there's a very simple reason why Berger's coming. I, I, why? I, I would love to know why. It's, it's his it's his wife check out her instagram she's been on hot or not right this is an event where the wives are, are there they socialize um they're invited to the parties uh i, I have to i have to believe I forgot. That, that was part okay. of the, that was part of the decision making process it it clearly was because i i mean maybe next week we'll do maybe before the Ryder cup we'll do a we'll do a hot or not with all the wives up here on let's the uh, let's let's rank the Ryder cup yeah, I, I agree. We'll 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 go through U.S. and in the European tour. It no, yeah, Daniel Berger, good for him. Uh, it's just vanilla, okay? It's just we got a bunch of vanilla guys on here. If I had if I had to replace any of these guys, to be honest, Daniel Berger, sorry, you're getting you and you and you're getting replaced by Kevin Kisner. Kevin Kisner is a fucking killer, okay? He's got a wad of Copenhagen in his lip. He's talking shit, drinking Coors Light. I could see him getting real, you're all hot and bothered, just calling people out. Great match play player. There's another guy, Jordan Spieth. Get him the fuck off the team. I know he's got a bunch of majors, but get give Kevin Na the Na, okay? Kevin Na is one of the most obnoxious, annoying golfers I would I've ever watched in my life. He was driving me fucking crazy, and I was seeing him in person. He would annoy the fuck out of everyone. He would annoy the entire European tour. He was a great putter. He can't drive it over 270, so he ain't gonna get in any trouble. He's gonna drive it dead straight. It just what are we doing? And then Scotty Scheffler. Get I want some fucking Billy Horschel. 
Okay, Billy Horschel with his obnoxious fucking attitude, his weird putting stroke, and his overwhelmingly complimentary tactics on the golf course. He's the guy who will who will who will thank you, compliment you to death. It when he was battling Scotty Scheffler in that WGC, he said a hundred different nice things to Scotty Scheffler every time he hit a bad shot. It I, I felt like I was playing with Jeff Bellotti. It just was the most positive aspect of golf I've ever been a part of. I feel like the European tour has got a team full of annoying golfers who just annoy the piss out of the United States and they lose. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'll be wrong this year, but I, I was rather disappointed with, uh, with, uh, with, with Stricker's uh, selections. Well, I actually I, like I'm Harris really English. Looking, I, I know you do. I, I, don't, I don't know why, but it's okay. Uh, but I'm looking forward to the Ryder cup, uh, the Ryder cup, you know, and I'm looking forward to making some picks um and you know seeing who we think is going to win uh who's going to score some points who's going to be mr clutch this year um so it, it's you know it's going to be a good it's going to be a good little tournament what uh what did you think about the uh steve stricker also announced a couple of uh you know uh, assistant captains with uh freddie couples and phil mickelson um i see tiger woods did not get the nod what uh what what, what did you think about those two selections Hey, I love those two guys. You know what? But if it was up to me, I might pick them as freaking captain's picks, player coaches. Get them in there. Like you Sweet need them, Freddie and Lefty. Come on. If if I'm Steve Stricker, I'm picking all my buddies. I'm picking Phil Couples, uh, Bernhard Langer. No, he's a European tour guy. It uh, you know, I'm just picking some of the oldies. Uh, you know, Stuart Sink. Uh, give me a little Bubba Watson to annoy the fuck out of everyone. He's just gonna yell at people. Um, I would, I would have picked six obnoxiously old guys just to, you know, really give it to the Europeans. Cause you know, you know who the European tour is going to pick it. It's going to be super. It's going to be super simple. They're going to pick guys like Sergio Garcia, Ian Poulter. They're going to pick guys like who else is annoying. Um, and fuck it. Any of them. It, it's just going to be a fucking string full of annoying guys. We're going to have to watch jump up and down in those stupid European colors. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty fired up about the Ryder cup. What golf tournaments next week? Do we get one week off? We get one, one week, week off. off and... Yeah. So we'll, we'll have okay. this weekend off. And unless you want to tune into the, uh, uh, let's see here. Do we, do we got, what do we got this week? It's, I have no clue. I know the PJ tour is not going. All right. Good. I, I, I appreciate a weekend off, you know, can actually, uh, relax for a second. That, that, that's would be nice. Yeah, it'll be it'll be you know it'll be nice to sit back, relax, little little little. I don't know. What do we got the NFL season kicking off? Who 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 do you got? Who's your uh, who's your uh, football team? In the old NFL. Yeah, we do. We got NFL kicking off tomorrow night. I think Tom Tom and the the Cowboys are playing against each other tomorrow night. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I'm I'm a Niner fan. I'm not a big Trey Lance fan. Uh, you know, like everybody else is. I think you still got to let you know, old pretty boy Jimmy G run the show this year, maybe bring Trey in for a little, uh, you know, option look or something, but I'm a Niners guy, but man, I really haven't watched a lot of football the last couple of years. So I'm going to try to get more into it this year, but I love college football. And how about the baby Bruins? UCLA taking it to fucking LSU prime time. So Dude, it, it, there was, was a couple upsets this week. It Clemson lost to Georgia, the freaking Bulldogs. Good God. My entire neighborhood was losing their fucking mind on Saturday. Hey, biggest game of the week this Saturday is the Ducks versus the Buckeyes in Ohio State. Oh, that okay. I can, I can mess around with that. I might be able to uh, 
to get in on that. That's going to be a good game. It's uh, because it would. What is Oregon ranked right now? They they ranked pretty I, I good. Think they, I think they dropped to twelve. They they were eleventh. They dropped to twelve. Ohio State's like number three. Uh, Oregon had a little tough time with Fresno State, but hey, Fresno State's always a tough game. Doesn't matter if they're ranked good or not because they're just dirty. They just so they beat dirty Fresno State. They beat them, but they didn't beat them by much. And had that game been played in Fresno, they would have lost because it's a different it's a different beast when you play down in Fresno. When you play in Fresno, you you are probably if. If you if you lose to the Bulldogs, you might get fucking killed by the Bulldogs. It's uh like if you're not familiar with the uh, Fresno gangs, it's the uh, the Fresno Bulldogs are legit fucking gangbanger too. Oh god, that would be terrifying. Yeah, it that's crazy. Um, anyway, I, yeah, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to some football. I'm looking forward to a little Ryder Cup talk next week. Uh, looking forward to know, all kinds of things. We'll 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 bring you guys a uh a. a fucking packed show maybe sunday monday night uh if you're not aware we've got a, a, a small golf tournament uh happening here in a month jeff i'm i'm pretty pumped up about it we got the nod uh earlier earlier this week that we're gonna be having intro music uh at the aloha press classic it's something that we were rather hesitant on announcing we we wanted to get the uh the old uh blessing before we uh we let everyone know and started picking out their uh intro songs but uh our I'm pretty pumped up about it. It's going to be a nice change to the atmosphere on the first tee. You know, last year, everybody got their name announced. There was a little bit of first tee jitters. You know, it was it was quiet. A couple of the groups would come watch you tee off. This year, it's going to be a party. There's going to be guys drinking beers, drinking Trulies, because that we tend to buy out all the Coors Lights and the Trulies up there. Uh, and then, you know, you're going to have your walkout song, and all eyes are going to be on you. And it's not – it's not just about walking out. It's about adding a little spice to it. Whether you're dancing, whether you've got a little, you know, hop in your step, whether you're doing something dumb or crazy, you know, a TikTok dance, whatever these kids do today. So, <laughs> and everybody's going to be different. So I, I, I wish I could sit there. I hope we videotape all 40 guys and their walkout songs on that Saturday. Cause I want to see the show. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be a show. I don't, I don't know what, uh, TikTok dance I'm going to do. Have you seen that TikTok where they're like, they're like pounding their fists together. And it's like, it's dude, I always catch, I always get some of those sketchy TikToks. I don't know why the algorithms got me all messed up. I have to delete my account again. It, uh, get me a new uh, set of, uh, videos. Cause it, it's all that one video. It just drives me crazy. It's, uh, like, oh, the wife's here. I can't look at that one. I mean, maybe we'll save that one for later. Well, hey, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there for everybody. Especially, you know, I know we had a lot of people concerned about the Caldor fire and Tahoe burning down. And was there going to be a tournament? There were still rumors going on this Friday that the tournament was canceled and, and people weren't going to make it. Let me put that to rest. South Lake Tahoe's evacuation order has been lifted. It was lifted days ago. No fire is going to burn in Tahoe. No fire is going to burn down Edgewood. They've got it. It's going to be okay. Might be a little smoky up there still. I, I don't think we're going to be able to escape the smoke. but the show will go on. Oh, absolutely. Trust me. When we announced like three or four weeks ago, like, Hey, Tahoe won't ever burn. It's because Edgewood Tahoe is a place where fucking Tom Cruise goes and hangs out. Okay. They're not going to let celebrity. Okay. The, 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 the American century classy. No, no, that's going away. Okay. Just, just trust us when we say, yes, it might be a little smoky. Okay. It might be filled with uh, cigar smokes from the Aloha press classic, but it, you know, Pump the lungs full of uh, some oxygen ahead of time and uh, get after it. It's uh, 
it i recommend getting your hotel sooner than later prices are going up because they did announce that uh that yeah tahoe's back open and things are going to get back to normal uh especially with this fire dissipating i don't know what it was i don't know what it's doing i'm i'm here in georgia it won't fucking stop raining if you if california people need some water let me know it's my backyard's currently flooded it's it's absolutely beautiful well out of boy well i'm, oh, I'm yeah. looking forward to it i, I know uh I got about five minutes before I got to actually go do some more work, uh, even though I've been home for a while. But, you know, that's just the job. I just looking forward to October, my man. Absolutely. So uh, if you're interested in, I don't know, possibly playing in the tournament, we we have had uh, a couple cancels. Um, we, uh, we we might entertain uh, bringing on a few other players. So if you're listening to this at, at, at minute 45, uh, let us know uh, if it's something that we can uh, make work for you. Uh, we absolutely will. So, Jeff, really appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. I look forward to uh, breaking down all twelve Ryder Cup uh, wives or girlfriends. And uh, I think that's gonna be uh, that that might get us canceled, which is which is totally fine. Um, so, with that being said, guys, I uh, really appreciate it. Jeff, we'll we'll talk to you next week. Wearing all black. Aloha. Here with JC and Jeff. <laughs> we ain't no time for school today. Hitting bombs. Hey, watch this punch cut lob wedge. Replace your marshals with cart girls. They're better looking. They're serving drinks. Got to hit bombs off the tee. Phil talking about a guy taking a shit in the cut. Mahalo. That's what we did fireside with Phil. Fire the stick. Hit bomb and attack the pin.